0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the My Comedy Podcast. I'm Matt Garavito, your host, where I go live and talk to you guys about anything you want. Got my nice lighter version of my favorite denim jacket, huh? Look at this. What's up, Pinky? What's up, D. Cardenas, 33. Welcome to the chat, everyone. Welcome to another Wednesday here in the city of Miami. The cold front is out and I'm wearing my jackets All day, even indoors, because I want to make sure that uh, I appreciate the cold front that is happening currently in Miami. Uh, It feels great. Uh, Miami actually feels like a whole different city. What's up, Marty? Welcome. Adi LaVegan is back. Hey, Adi. How are you? Welcome back. Good to see you again. Hey, hey. How's your Wednesday, everyone? What's up, Big Jish? Welcome. Welcome, everybody. It's good to see people back on here. Um, all right. Uh, today I was out there exploring. Did you do the virtual live? I did. What do you think this is, Adi? The live right now. Are we living a lie? Is it real? As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about the Miami tricks. A lot of things to talk about today, guys. Uh, all the people in everything that stories. We got a whole bunch of recommendations for topics today, which is awesome. Finally, you guys look at stories like, hey, what to talk about? We don't want to talk to you. I will. Sorry, I try to be friends with you. Fuck off. Today, I got like eight people wanting to talk about things, but I want to share with you something that I came across today. Um, so I was, uh, uh, was going to go to the zoo today. You guys in Zoo Miami, I hear it's popping over there. When they do the show at night. I hear my Zoo Miami during the holidays is the shit. Like you go at night and they start decorating Zoo, uh, uh it's called Zoo, uh, Zoo Miami. They start decorating it with lights and Christmas ornaments and you know all the you know harassing the animals. We're you know we're forcing Christianity on the animals too. Is that what we're doing right now Zoo Miami? Huh? You got a little lit up baby Jesus next to the giraffes, huh? The hippopotamus have to be a part of the the birth of our Lord and Savior, just forcing it on them, right? So now we're waking up the animals, right? And we're forcing them to celebrate Christmas with us. Poor animal, fuck it, I'm buying my ticket. I'm going to go over there and, uh, you know, I'm going to be drunk off Coquito, hanging out with the animals, man. That's what I'm going to do. So uh, I was going to go to the zoo, but they close it early because of this nighttime uh, show or light show or whatever they've got going on. Um, so I didn't go. However, um, I came across this. Let me see if I could show you guys this. So I came across this similarity here. Uh, can I don't know? Can you guys see this? No, probably not. Uh, let me see. Can I turn off the green screen? Let's see. No, can't turn off the green screen either. Can I turn off the green screen? There we go. No questions. All right, there we go. And then bam. All right. So, uh, hang out with the hyena. Yeah. Burrito sabanera is the original Christian. Yeah. Uh, yes. Haven't been looks pretty cool. Yeah. Problem animals, my dude. All right. So yeah, you guys been a PDQ. Um, I need to talk to the men. I, I got to talk to PDQ about this. Now I was looking at their logo while I was over at PDQ and it was looking awfully familiar to, uh, to my logo for Miami comedy. Now, is it a coincidence? Maybe, but I don't believe coincidences happen so easily. I think things are planned. All right. So, you know, PDQ, I'm not saying you're up to no good, man, but I started my business back in 2015. And, you know, you think you're slick PDQ. You think that you're just going to get a chicken, look at a lot like my flamingo with the thumbs up. And by the way, I just want to go ahead and say this, man, that is This, what you're seeing right here is primetime marketing, guys. You put an animal giving you the thumbs up. You know you want to eat whatever or go to whatever that animal is promoting. There's nothing more friendlier than seeing an animal going like this. (laughs) PDQ, you got your head in the right space, man. But, you know, get out of my market, man. Get out of my market. All right. So uh, I just wanted to share that with you guys and let you know that I'm noticing these things. Can I get the green screen back? Oh, no. I got to get the green screen like this now. I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. All right. So the green screen is gone for today, guys. Well, guess I'll never do that again. All right. We'll leave it like that. That's fine. What's up, El Capo87? Welcome back. Adela Vigan says, true. Hey, Stephanie. Welcome. All right. So let's get down to what you guys wanted to talk about. I got a lot, man. God damn. So the first one comes from... uh, uh, I didn't write down the names. Well, fuck them. Global warming in Miami, it's coming, guys. So, you know, we're going through a cold front. A cold front happens every what? Every five years in Miami when it's cold, right? What's up, AZN? <laughs> I hate having to call you AZN, my friend. Uh, bring it on. Okay, so, yeah, there you know, there's rising sea levels, as you guys already know. Welcome back, Caesar. Uh, He wants to know about the dropping temperatures. And then this is the part where you kind of lost me. He wants to call Miami the Aspen of the South. Why the fuck would you think Miami is the Aspen of the South? The only thing that I recall about Aspen is it's the main location for Dumb and Dumber. Well, you know what, that's actually a good connection. (laughs) Oh no, but uh, Miami is not the Aspen of the South because it dipped down to 60 degrees. You guys are getting your hopes up. Whoever wrote this in, you're getting your hopes up a little too high to think that Miami is going to be considered a different location. Miami is Miami and will forever be Miami. Miami can never be compared to anything else. What other city in the United States of America can you compare Miami to that's similar? You can't. What's up, Julie? What's up, Sessie? You can't, you can't do it, right? So my suggestion is whenever Miami uh, gets flooded, we say that it's uh, it's the city of Atlantis. How's that? We can compare it to a mythological land. The city of Atlantis will, the story that is Atlantis will be Miami. Miami will be in Atlantis. We love Miami so much that when it goes underwater, we're going to have nightclubs and bars underneath the water. We're going to go ride yachts up on top. There's, we're going to get rid of housing. Okay. The housing problem is going to get, it's over. You guys thought Miami housing was going to be expensive. No, no more because we're going to be living in yachts. Okay. Big luxurious yachts up on the top. And you know, if you can't afford a yacht, then, you know, tie two jet skis together and put a mattress on top of that. (laughs) All right. And then, uh, You know, then you're going to go come across like a little uh, tube or like maybe like uh, an apartment building that's high enough that you can go in and then you take an elevator down and then you start seeing all the nightclubs and all the people living underwater. And you know what? We're going to have neighbors. We're going to be hanging out with dolphins. Okay, all those uh, bricks of cocaine that float around the city of Miami. We're going to be able to reach out and grab them now. Right. Miami, you can win the lotto in Miami. That's one of the best things about Miami that you can't do anywhere else. Miami still has a strong drug trade that once it goes underwater, you can have more access to the drugs that get lost in transaction. So, you know, one day you're having a hard luck, right? Like, fuck, man, I lost my job. You know, times are tough. Is that a brick of cocaine floating over there? Bam. Next thing you know, you're living the life you've always wanted because of Miami. All right. The fruity flamingo is nicer to look at. Thank you. Mario Ramil joined the chat. My buddy, Mario, I just posted a clip of me opening for him. What's up, Mario? Uh, The background is trash today. Yeah, thanks, Stephanie. I was trying to show you guys something and I can't switch it back to the brick wall. So sorry about that. Okay, all right. Uh, But yeah, Stephanie, go fuck yourself. Um, You know, people, when it comes to global warming, there's really nothing we can do, guys, because global warming is gonna happen whether you like it or not. You're always gonna be using products with plastic in them, okay? You're always gonna be throwing shit away You're always going to be, you know, riding your car. You want to go to Disney, okay? You want to eat those chickens. You want to eat whatever the hell you want, and you want to throw stuff away. And as long as you're living, as long as you're taking a shit, you will be contributing to global warming. You can't get away from it. I actually applaud all the people that think we can make a difference. Global warming is pretty much just the countdown for us to go somewhere else. What's up, Mario? Hater, you don't support your fan base. Why? Because you don't like my background. You came in here complaining with me, huh? And then you think uh, you're not supporting me right now. You're giving me a hard time. All right. You're not a supporter. You're an obstacle. (laughs) So no matter what, man, global warming is going to happen. And people out there, they're like, oh, we can stop it. We can prevent it. No, I don't think you can. I think global warming is supposed to happen because we as human beings, we go in the earth, We start fucking around. The plants try to help us out as much as they can, right? The plants turn the carbon dioxide into oxygen. And what are we doing? We're cutting them down. We're turning them into paper. We're smoking weed. Turn that into oxygen plants. (laughs) And then you remember one time I was over at FIU, all right? And someone was signing petitions. They're like, would you like to make a petition for you to start riding bike to class every day? The streets you know, they're full of cars, the temperatures are rising. It's like, whoa, 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 stop right there. So you're telling me that there's cars trying to run me over as a cyclist. And not only that, but you're saying that it's getting hotter and hotter in Miami. Why the fuck would I ride a bicycle? (laughs) You're ruining your chances by telling me how global warming works. No, I'm not going to ride a bicycle. I'm going to stay inside of my air conditioner car, and I'm going to ride out global warming as fast as I can. Bro, it's true. Why do you think we're already making plans to go to Mars? Why do you think we're already making plans to get the fuck out of here? Because we know it's over. It's like, damn, man, in like 50 to 100 years, the Earth is going to be burnt to a crisp. You know? California was the nail in the coffin when they were fucking the, 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 the wildfires. And when I was looking at the videos, I was like, yeah, man, that's it. It's over. Don't make babies anymore, guys. Stop making babies. You're only going to make it hard for them. You're going to, if you make a baby right now, by the time they're 50, they're going to have to get on a spaceship and go somewhere. <laughs> Why are you making your kid do that in the future, man? It's over. Stop making babies. All right. Live the, the earth life. Enjoy the earth life because in 50 to hundred years, we got to get the fuck out. There's already, people are already discovering super worlds out there. It's like, yo, did you know that there's a, a world uh, 10 years that way that is bigger than the earth? And you know, it's 10 times bigger. It's got a lot of oceans and beaches and shit. It's like brand new territory, right? So uh, because Miami is surrounded by uh, you know water, we got the Everglades to the west. We've got, uh, what is it, the Atlantic or is it the Pacific? I don't know. We got an ocean to the right and beneath us. And then we got crazy Florida man up north. So we've got nowhere to go. We're stuck. Global warming is out to get us in Miami. There's nowhere to go. So then what you do is, uh Miami has to be the first people to go to Mars we got to talk to Elon about this man start sending him letters be like yo Elon what's up man it's Manny from Miami okay listen uh look at the map bro I can't go nowhere so whenever you, you start taking in the first people to go to Mars let me go up there with you okay I'll re- and we'll represent you know we'll, we'll re- as Miamians over in Mars we'll represent what's the first thing we're going to open let me ask you guys a question This: what's the first thing, as Miamians, what's the first thing we're going to open in Mars? Put it on the chat. I'm not going to say it. I, you already know what we're going to do. Elon would support this. Yeah, exactly, right? You got to put in that tropical flavor in Mars, right? What are you going to do? You're going to bring Boston up to Mars? Fuck that. You're going to bring New York up to Mars, huh? You're going to have trains and shit. No, you want some tropical stuff, right? Because that way it'll make Mars seem like a getaway. If you do any other culture, If you do any other culture in Mars, Mars is not going to be a place to go. It's like, who are the first people that cultivated Mars? Let's see. Nebraska people. Why? Oh, because they're really good at planting corn and starting farms. Yeah, no, I'm not going to Mars, man. That doesn't look fun. But if we got Miami people being the first people to Mars, we got cafecito shops open. We're doing blow, right? Strip clubs. Exactly. We already got Sedanos opened up, right? Low prices. All right, people are going to be looking at Mars like, yo, Miami's up for, I mean, Mars is up for grabs. Uh, they're already having fun up there. Come on up to Mars, guys. Earth needs less of you now. Come on up to Mars. We've got Latin people doing big things up here. <laughs> right, we're going to have Pollo Tropical, right, drive-through. Where are they going to get the chickens from? I don't know. Hell, maybe we'll get the chickens, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> as our pets in Mars, Right. If we if we, if Miami becomes the first culture to start a civilization in Mars, we can start having the chickens roaming around everywhere and just hanging out with us. Right. And the next thing you know, you know, it's going to feel like Hialeah. All over I really feel at home man. there's chickens everywhere in Mars. There's a Pollo tropical down the street. We're really growing. Uh, Dicks out on Mars. All right. TC band 95 wants to go live with me. Yeah, absolutely not, TC. Uh, Who are you? Identify yourself. Uh, No, TC, let's get to know each other first and then we'll uh, we'll go with the live. All right, up next, uh, another topic that people wanna talk about is uh, the comedy industry. Somebody asked me on the chat today, um, boycotting the Dave Chappelle show as per Dave Chappelle. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what's happening with uh, Dave Chappelle, I think it's already handled because I think I saw a commercial that uh, the Chappelle Show is now on HBO now. I don't know if you guys are fans of Dave Chappelle but I fucking love that guy. Not only are his recent specials great, but even his history, his show that really put him on the comedy map, the Chappelle Show, hilarious. Everything that was written i mean, I'll never forget, man. When I first started watching that, I would sit around with my friends after school and we would hang around at at my buddy's house and we would wait for the Chappelle show to come on. Like we would have lunch, we would play video games. And it's like, okay, it's time for Chappelle show. And then we would put Chappelle show and we'd sit around and we just laugh our asses off. And I'll never forget that when they first aired, um, uh, uh, what is the Hollywood stories with, uh, with, uh, Rick James, I saw that with my friends the first time it was streamed and we, I'll never forget. We were laughing our asses off. What are the five fingers? Say to the face, slap. It's fucking hilarious, man. The player haters ball like as, as teenagers, I was cracking up, and it was something that you would look forward to. So I was I, I was hooked. I love Chappelle and everything he did. Very funny, man. And he also understands comedy. He understands comedy to the point where when he did the recent video uh, called Unforgiven about the situation with Uh, Comedy Central, putting on the Chappelle show and not paying for him because he signed a bad contract. First of all, shout out to Dave Chappelle for really making that work towards his favor. Oh my God. What? The fact that, you know how many people sign bad contracts? Everybody at one point in their lives will always sign a bad contract. That's just what happens. We look at paperwork. We look at the person that gives it to us. Uh, You can trust me. It's like, all right, I trust you. So you don't read the paperwork. You sign it as like, gotcha, bitch. Just like Dave Chappelle said, gotcha, bitch. Um, so he signed the bad contract. And then what did he do? What did he, do? he waited for, he, he, put it, he positioned himself in a certain way. He, uh, he stopped doing comedy. Like they're now like statements now. Like that's how funny Dave Chappelle is that he doesn't have to go up on stage to do like polished material. He can go on stage and just tell you something that happened on his life, storyteller style. Oh, I can just take it. It's like, damn, that's not even a punchline. He <laughs> didn't really work hard on that, man. But shit, this is a captivating story. Tell me more, Dave. Um, so you know, he signed a bad contract, and uh, Netflix took it down. Man, imagine the power that you've got to have to go on Instagram. And he posted it on Instagram. That's what's awesome. This guy's posting these specials or statements on channels like Instagram, and then it's making waves. That's fucking great, that's great. I'm really glad that people like Dave Chappelle exist because they're a voice, they're a very unique voice for comedians and what they have to go through. What's up Carolina, Andrea, Lupe, welcome. We are talking about Chappelle uh, and his uh, current career. And I think what's happening right now with these kinds of conversations, when it comes to the Chappelle show, we might just see a resurgence I'm just saying the conversations are very heated right now. Renegotiations might be happening. And Dave has learned his lesson and he'll probably find a really good lawyer to read that shit. And with his brand new position, it'll only be better than what it was before. I can't wait to see it. Do you agree or disagree to not watch Chappelle's show from now until he gets paid? I don't know. Did it get resolved? I saw a commercial that says the Chappelle show is back on Netflix. And they made it seem like they reached an agreement. I just saw it on as a commercial on social media, so I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe I, I, I misinterpreted it, but I don't know. I don't know what the negotiations are. He signed the bad contract. A lot of people that are on Netflix, HBO, Showtime, and all these things, they all – Somebody must have signed a bad contract that is still on there. And then what are they going to do? They're going to go on Instagram live and be like, tell them to not watch that show until they pay me more than what they paid me. Ah, shut up. (laughs) Right. If I were to go on live stream and be like, Hey guys. uh, So, you know, that cameo I did on the show on HBO, Uh, I only got 15 grand for it, but I heard Mikey, another guy in the background, got 20 grand for it. So boycott that show until they pay me an extra five grand. Shut up, man. <laughs> I didn't even notice you were on that shit. When? If you look closely on episode three, in the background, I'm at the bar ordering a drink. <laughs> Boycott that show. <laughs> yeah, some people just have the power to do it, and some don't, man. That's just what it is. Um, all right, so moving on. Uh, the next topic that a person wants to touch upon on today's episode is, should some jokes, premises, or topics be off limits, or should anything go? Now, I'm assuming this guy is talking about comedy. Um, well, I'll say this, guys. 2020 right now, it's you're a badass if you do comedy. You're a fucking badass, man. Oh, I'm proud to be a comedian this year. You know why? Because it's fucking dangerous to speak your mind now. We as comedians, we have a social responsibility to uh, do comedy in a way that pushes people's uh, comfort levels. It, it's our duty. If you don't push people's comfort levels, you're not really uh, doing comedy justice. Now, of course, you've got to be entertaining. Of course, you've got to read your audience. Of course, you've got to be funny. Okay, I totally get that. You know, a comedian, you know what it is? A comedian is a facade, I'm here to entertain you. But did you also know this about yourself? Oh my God. (laughs) Comedian is like, um, uh, what do they call that wooden horse? It's a Trojan horse. Comedy is a Trojan horse for communication. That's the way I see it. We show up as people trying to have fun and trying to make you laugh, but we also put a little bit of truth to what we've got to say to make it fun right? And then when we touch those buttons, you know, we ruffle some feathers and then we tar and feather them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So in 2020, funny is a must. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're not really a good comedian if you're not making people laugh, but how do you make people laugh? Like that is such a fucking, um, that's such a subjective thing. Like some people find some things funny and some people don't find those things funny. And some kind of comedy is more popular than another kind of comedy. That doesn't make one better than the other. It's just like that's where people flock to. So that's just what it is. So when you find out how you're funny and you try to do it in, in, you know, in public, you're, you're going to get some flack. Every comedian gets flack for their comedy. Some more than others, uh, especially those that touch on topics that are taboo. But that's just, the, the the comedians, I will say this, if you look at history of comedy, the comedians that talked about taboo topics were the ones that made history. The ones that, you know, try to keep it light and then touch on taboo topics. Yeah, they were entertaining, but they don't leave much of an impact. So I like people like George Carlin and Bill Hicks and Richard Pryor, because they had, uh, I wouldn't say an agenda, but what they were talking about was more for Like, I want these ideas to live forever rather than I'm just trying to make it in showbiz. You know what I mean? And that's a big difference. You know, being a comedian trying to play it safe versus being a comedian trying to find where society is and how to push the boundaries. It's almost like you're sacrificing your entire comedy career to go down the ladder. So uh, yeah, man, comedy right now is the shit. It's absolutely dangerous again. um, People are realizing that, Uh, there's certain topics that people feel critical about. And, and, you know, in America, what makes us great is that we have the First Amendment. We get to talk about whatever we want, but there's got to be a balance in these talks because if you, if let's say, if you talk about something and you can't talk about it, it becomes so critical that when someone talks about it, they get offended or like, oh, that's not the truth or that's not the reality of things or I could see it differently or like you shouldn't be spreading those lies or how dare you and all that. Well, it's like, all right, well, if those things are critical, as a comedian, it's my duty to make these critical things less critical right like I want to polish it so it, it, it's weakened so it becomes something we can easily all talk about rather than try to sweep it under, under the fucking rug you morons right if, if you have left versus right and there's no one in the middle making fun of the both of you how the fuck are you guys going to come together oh there you go I found the way to say it you need somebody making fun of you that's the only way you can have better conversations what's up koozie mommy saving grace during lockdown um yeah so that's you know should jokes premises or topics be off limits or should anything go anything should go we as comedians if if people are talking people are arguing people are debating we fucking step into the scene and be like what the fuck are you guys talking about you're both wrong (laughs) i'm wrong too We're all wrong, and that's what makes us right. Oh my God, Manny, I never thought of it that way. My job is done here. Blocked. (laughs) We don't want to hear your shit, Manny. It's not funny. (laughs) Oh, man. There you go. That's pretty good. All right. So, uh, coming up next, uh, what's up, Brickle Living? Yes, comedy disarms the hate. Exactly. Comedy is, very, is a very disarming um, tool for these times because comedy allows us to uh, pierce the veil of, uh, oh, we shouldn't say that, right? And if that's what makes America, that's what separates America. We shouldn't say that mentality is what's separating America a lack of a sense of humor is what's separating America because we, we don't, we no longer accept or welcome opposing views, right? Because they're, they're too strong. They're too forward. They're too apprehensive. But when you have these opposing views, but you say it with comedy, it, it's the Trojan horse effect where it's like, ah, but I'm just having fun. It's just comedy. Trump. <laughs> um, what's up TRXL uh caesar says what are the books to brush up one's skills to get into comedy caesar don't even worry about the books man get yourself a coach i do coaching for comedy uh and i'm pretty good at it i'm down to my i'm going i'm working towards my sixth client right now and they're all satisfied uh i don't have to be the best comedian to show you how to become a comedian yourself trust me it's a lot of uh trials and tribulations let me know if you're serious uh trxl says you had it right oh Oh, trill, got it. Serial killer one, and it's uh, and it's a babe on the avatar. Wow, uh, <laughs> I serial kill those hearts. Um, okay, so uh, Rusios asks, uh, how does prohibition lead to crime? Now I don't know what what he meant by this. So what, probe, uh, talk about how prohibition leads to crime? So I don't know what you mean. Like, what's up, Alex? Um, <laughs> How you been? Uh, so, uh, well, before I get into Prohibition, guys, let me get into the sponsors before I forget. It's, uh, what, 630? Yeah, right in the middle of the show. Shout out to Eli Venus. What's up, Montez? Shout out to Eli Uvinas, who is a current sponsor of the Miami Comedy Podcast. He is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, He's got health insurance answers. Reach out to my boy, Eliu Venus. That's E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at U-S-H advisors dot com. Thank you once again, Eliu. All right, back to the show. So the question is, how does prohibition lead to crime? So prohibition, I don't know what you meant by this, but I'm assuming like, you know, in the twenties when they banned alcohol or currently when they ban things like marijuana and people are out there trying to be like, well, why, why is it banned? Like you ever told a kid that they can't do anything they're going to end up doing it. It's almost like a trap. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, guys, it's the 1920s. See, we don't want anybody out there consuming this delicious alcohol anymore. Well, why not? Uh, Cause it's bad for you. Hmm. Is it though? My ancestors have been drinking homemade wine for years. And now all of a sudden we're not drinking anymore because you say so. And if we catch you drinking, you're going to jail. Damn. All right. So, uh, hey, everybody, I got an attic on top of my warehouse and we can all get together and drink and fuck anybody. All right. The password is fuck (laughs) them. What's the password? Fuck them. Come on in. Yeah, man, uh, you you doing any sort of prohibition uh, is just going to make people want to do it. Like when when marijuana is prohibited, we're still going to be uh, going and finding ways to bring marijuana here. All right. And it's it's almost it's a little bit uh, embarrassing to see that. Marijuana is illegal in some places, but not in Colorado. It's like, what are you doing, America? We, that's it. If, if one state legalizes it, it's legal everywhere. That's it. Hands down. Marijuana should be legalized. Stop prohibiting it. The problem is this. I do see the other side of the coin. If everybody starts getting high and it becomes like a problem, it, it could be bad, bro. Like, Do you know what it's like to be coming across people That are high all the time. Like getting drunk on the streets is bad enough, right? Being drunk in public, starting a fight, right? Aggressive drunks. But when you're drunk, it only lasts probably like an hour or two before you get knocked out or if you drink too much. Marijuana, you smoke a lot of marijuana and all you do is just get more and more goofy or into conspiracy theories and you don't wanna be around that. Oh, man, Alex Jones' channel is the shit. Did you know 9-11 was an inside job? Did you know? Did you know that there's reptilians in the government? I don't know about you, man, but I've seen a guy in his eyes, man. He had the fucking slits. Were you high? Yeah, but that's besides the point. What do you mean? (laughs) Getting high marijuana is from the earth. It's good for you. It relaxes you. And it also really gets you into YouTube channels. (laughs) Yeah, man, I can't stand having conversations with people that are high. Hell, I can't stand performing in front of people that are high. They're two in their heads, man. You know, they're just in there, just fucking. Yeah, I'm fucking woke. <laughs> yeah, man. Marijuana is one of those. It's an, It's annoying. People that are high are just annoying. Oh, like I. That's why I smoke privately. I smoke privately by myself, in peace, quietly. Right. I listen to music. I keep my thoughts to myself. I try not to go down any rabbit holes, okay? It's the rabbit holes that fuck up the potheads. When they go in that rabbit hole, you're done. You're going to be seeing three why do you think those YouTube channels that have those documentaries, that's why they're three, four, five hours long, because everybody knows that you're going to be hooked and you're going down the rabbit hole, you know? Uh, Let's see. Now, everyone is different. You have to be self-aware. I smoke to focus at work, functioning pothead. Okay, there's the exception, Dro. But it sounds like if you look closely to what you're saying, you're saying is, I smoke privately too, which is the most responsible way to smoke weed. (laughs) When you smoke privately... All right. When you smoke privately, you have a different kind of high. You can enjoy your outings. You can enjoy the movie, right? You can enjoy the cartoon or whatever it is you're doing. You know, I've, I've been in situations where I used to go to college while I was high and I actually learned the stuff better without. <laughs> I was actually high, like looking at the lesson. It's like, wow, I'm really intrigued on what this guy has to say today. <laughs> Tell me more about this physics stuff. Wow. (laughs) The pulley system. (laughs) Now, when you're high and it's a private high, you actually uh, can enjoy it. It's the it's the social highs that I don't like because people start talking and people start hanging out and they start saying stuff. And it's like, oh, God, the government controls the weather, bro. I saw this fucking YouTube video and they were talking about harp and the thing. And you're just like, uh huh. Yeah, fuck, man. You ruined my high, right? So, you know, yeah, physics is trippy. Drone, uh, man, he's smoking that conspiracy weed. No, I just hang out with a lot of people that smoke it and the things they talk about is always some bullshit. What's yeah. up, Kev? Um, legalization, sponsored by Doritos Lobby. is hardcore. <laughs> uh, 9-11 was an inside job and you know it. Uh, lay off the weed. Uh, what do you think about uh, the Mandela effect? What's the Mandela effect again? When something happens, it goes in different ways. Is that what it is? If a butterfly flaps his wings, it can cause tornadoes in the other side of the world. Yeah, man. Uh, domino effect, chain reactions. Totally. That's totally true. Uh, but the good news about the Mandela effect is that you can have your own Mandela effects. If I wake up tomorrow at 6 a.m. and get to work on a project, that project will live forever. It's that simple. But what do, what do people do instead? If I wake up at 6 a.m. and wake and bake, That project ain't gonna be done today, bro. (laughs) That's the Mandela effect. Uh, Whether you're a sober person or a pothead, the Mandela effect is not gonna be in your favor. (laughs) If you wake and bake, you're about to see the Mandela effect happening in your life because you ain't gonna get shit done. (laughs) I just wanna chill, bro. (laughs) 10 years later, I just wanna chill, bro. on the last day of your deathbed i just want to chill bro. <laughs> marijuana causes the mandela effect there you go we figured it out guys marijuana is the mandela effect because you ain't going to be doing shit <laughs> let's see we got uh somebody on facebook all right so uh genevieve ferrara says I watched Bill Burr on Netflix. I'm hooked now. He covers all topics, no problem. He has no shame about anything. Do you know him? Uh, yeah, I think he's my favorite comedian. Bill Burr, I'll say it right now, is my favorite comedian. Uh, what do you think of this comedian? I agree with your being high comments. <laughs> thank you, Genevieve. Genevieve Ferrara, thank you. Um, yeah, Bill Burr is the shit. If you guys actually wanna see uh, another comedian apart from Dave Chappelle, that really uh, knows like what he's doing with comedy, it's, it's Bill Burr. Like Bill Burr, every time he has like national uh, exposure, he's always going to say something that needs to be said. That's, that's what's great about Bill Burr's comedy right now. Bill Burr is like, hey, man, you got a spot on Saturday Night Live. All right, what needs to be said? White women are hijacking the woke movement. We, I got to say it. I just got to say it. And then he goes on and he fucking says it. And then everybody is like, what the fuck? And it's like, I fucking said it. They approved it. Good to go. And then he goes on Conan, right? And then he starts sprinkling in some more. He tries to see how the audience reacts. It's like, ah, that topic right there bothers them. He pretty, you know what it is? Bill Bird does what I do, but in Conan. <laughs> He doesn't do it live in front of 12 people. He goes on Conan and does it in front of millions of people. And he sees like, all right, which jokes are good? And which jokes that he's riffing. (laughs) Bill Burr riffs with the audience and the national level (laughs) to see what jokes are good. (laughs) Oh man. Trill says the Mandela effect refers to a situation which a large mass of people believe that an event occurred when it did not. Oh, I see. The UFO did happen. That monolith in Utah was really my dude. Jerry Seinfeld. The UFO did happen. That monolith in Utah was real, my dude. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, you mean, I, oh, I'm sorry, Adi. I thought Adi was uh, referring, to, I thought Adi and Trill were the same person. Okay, so you're, you're saying a UFO came and a monolith was left in Utah. Okay. Um, you can also agree that that looks very man-made. <laughs> You can also agree that artists know how to probe your mind. That's what makes them artists. Like you look at Banksy, right? Banksy pulls little stunts, public stunts all the time. And he knows how to make people like uh, get all worked up for something that he puts out publicly. So uh, it, could e- it could be either or. To say one or the other is, is kind of silly. It's like you're not even considering another logical reason. Uh, union Welder made that shit. Yeah, it could be an artist. It could be an alien. It could be somebody pulling a prank. It, you, you know, nobody knows. I mean, you got everybody's like, no, it's an alien, bro. An alien is fucking doing it, man. You ever seen o- Space Odyssey? Oh, yeah, th- did an alien make Space Odyssey too? No, but they made it about aliens. Yeah, but the alien didn't make it. But it, but aliens are in it. Think about it. Think about that shit. <laughs> Yo man, aliens are coming to earth, bro. How do you know that? There's a monolith in Utah, 12 feet tall, and it disappeared. So you're saying human beings can't do that? Yeah, but uh, it's a lot more trippier if it was my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Not bad. Uh, Union World. what's up, Irresistible? What's up, Comedian JJ? Uh, what's the right way to spell Fruit Loops? Like the cereal? I don't know. All right. Let's move it right along, guys. Let's see. What's up, Tobias? Welcome back. Um, What happened? I had my notes here. Now they're gone. All right. Hang on, guys. I'm trying my notes. My notes. There we go. All right. Let's see. Prohibition leads to crime. All right. Another topic. Wow. We got so many topics. I don't think we can do them all today. We might need to move them for next time. Ah, uh, somebody asked, "Why is it that uh, when people go to Miami, when people go north and realize how Miami they really are, bro?" Area 51. There's a reason aliens are a thing. What's up, Blanca? Uh, I think I'm high myself, t- uh, talking all this crap. <laughs> the serial thing was referring to the Mandela effect. Yeah, I was. I thought the Mandela effect was the butterfly effect for some reason. Okay, but I'll look into the Mandela effect. So Mandela effect is when a lot of people believe something, then it becomes true. Yeah, that happens all the time go to a high school, the Mandela effect is happening in high school right now. (laughs) If you go on Facebook, the Mandela effect is happening right now. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and use the Mandela effect to segue into this one that says, when Miami people go north and they realize how Miami they really are, Miami has a Mandela effect. Oh, there, I said it. Miami is going through the Mandela effect. Everybody thinks Miami has an identity and everybody goes, yeah, that is Miami. When it's really not. Pit, 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 pit bull. Rick Ross, the boss. That's Miami as fuck, is it? Is it Miami as fuck though? It's 305 worldwide. Great representation of Miami, but it's not the Miami. You wanna know what Miami is? Uh, uh, prices, <laughs> housing. A broken economy dividing the poor and the rich. That's Miami, right? No one's out there representing that shit, right? Miami has the Mandela Effect, that's right. (laughs) Killed it, irresistible, thank you. Manny, quick question, shoot, Trill. Does Pikachu have a black tip on his tail? I don't know, man, I don't watch Pokemon. So now I'm part of the Mandela Effect for knowing that? No, he doesn't, It's, uh, it's all yellow. That's how I recall it. I recall it an all yellow tail. I think, I think that what, uh, I think, of. how about this? I think an evolved Pikachu has the black tail, right? Uh, what is it, Raichu? God, I can't believe I'm actually confessing this right now. I think Raichu has the black tail. Let's see. Pikachu evolution. Uh, no, it's Pichu that has it. So yeah, no, I was right. It's an all yellow tail. So yeah, your your theory was pretty much shot down. Oh no, yeah, Raichu has a black tail too. There you go. I fucking win this round, Trill. I win this round. The Mandela effect did not work on me because I'm fucking woke, bro. (laughs) What do you mean woke? I knew that Pikachu did not have a black tail. Whoa, dude. (laughs) oh man hey you guys are fun bro uh let's see trill asking the questions that matter some people recall it with a black tail no you recall it with a black tail and then you saw a documentary about the mandela effect and you're like wait a second i experienced the mandela effect because pikachu had a black tail bro That's crazy you remember that shit too yeah it's wild Woo. Is it spelled Fruit Loops or Fruit Loops? Uh, that's a good one. Let's see. Is it spelled Fruit Loops or Fruit Loops? No, I think it's F-R-O-O-T because they uh, use the, the Fruit Loops, uh, the actual cereal to do that. Oh, oh, right. So let me see. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loop cereal. Yeah. There you go. Another Another thing that didn't work. You see what I mean? This is all just speculation from you fucking potheads. You guys think something exists because in your head, it's such a reality. And then you go on my chat and you're like, is it spelled f r o f r o o t or F-R-I-U-T, bro? Which one is it? Which one is it? (laughs) There you go. I'm actually glad you're uh, talking high right now on the chat because I want to give you guys an example of why this is a problem why marijuana is a problem this is why marijuana is a problem the reality that you have in your head is so real that you trick yourself into telling other people your reality that's the problem um and that's why comedy shows up right to look at you and be like what the fuck are you talking about bro Oh, man. King LeVar. No, I don't know who you are, uh, King. Let, let me get to know you. And then you can get on the uh, on the live stream. I'm not high. Well, you're talking like you're high. Manny, did Pikachu have a black tail or a yellow tail, bro? Um, gateway drug. Bro, you're on. I'm always on, Alex. I'm always on, man. I'm always on here having fun with you. It's you guys. You, when you guys give me the energy and the, to- the topics and the things to talk about, we can have a good show. It's when you guys are there and you don't say shit. You're just there staring like, entertain me. <laughs> I can't do shit. I, I can't work with that. I can't work with you guys just staring. Uh-huh. Yeah, fuck this. I ain't watching this no more. <laughs> when you guys talk to me, I can riff. That's what, how riffing works. We bounce, okay? Um, okay, so Miami has the Mandela effect. Let's go ahead and say it right now in the Miami Comedy Podcast the Mandela effect happens in Miami. Okay. We live with people that are very culturally rooted with what Miami is, that anything that comes into that and tries to redefine it is seen as an outsider, but it's just as Miami as they are, but they don't, they don't, they don't see it. You know, when I go up on stage and I say El Burrito Sabanero is racist. <gasps> I fucking love El Burrito Sabanero. Uh, why is that our only latino christmas song think about it racist (laughs) uh do you believe in mermaids why or why not um well i don't know man sometimes i go to the beach and i see these babes just swimming up and down and i'm like wow i don't know man you ever seen those instagram accounts that all the girls do is hang out on the beach those are mermaids if i've ever seen one uh mermaids have the best tail no i don't believe in mermaids um because I think uh, mermaids would have probably talked to us by now, right? As a matter of fact, dolphins could be mermaids, you know? Living living sea creatures with like high intelligence would have probably talked to us by now. You know what I mean? Fishes are mermaids. Oh, Miami Jr., welcome, man. All right. So yeah, um, the you don't got to, you can go anywhere outside of Miami and you'll you'll realize that Miami is an identity that is kind of stagnant. Like it's like Miami is known for something and everybody believes it to the point that it's like, uh, this is Miami. This is just what Miami is. And you know, me being an outsider in Miami, I love my city, but it's a love hate relationship, man, because I see, I see where things are going in this city and it's like, Oh, we're kind of stuck in our ways. You guys don't feel that shut the fuck up. Miami, 305 till I die. Yeah, but I think Miami can be more than what it is. Manny, shut the fuck up, man. All right, blast Pitbull and just keep your mouth shut. Uh, All right, well, I think comedy can exist without there being a Cuban accent. Manny, if you don't shut your fucking mouth, I swear to God, I'll find you. (laughs) You guys ever notice that croquetas are used as a marketing tactic for us here in Miami? Manny... We're going to find you in the streets. I'm going to beat you the fuck up. <laughs> You're saying too much. You know too much. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, we have all the freaking mermaid one day. Miami is whatever we say it is. And everybody believes that shit. Yeah, exactly. The life of Jacito. Welcome. Forget the tale. Mermaids give the best hat out of all the sea creatures. What the fuck are you talking about, Alex. Mermaids are like Miami girls with plastic surgery. They look pretty, but still smell. Oh, God damn, it's curse and blessings. Like zero customer service. Yeah, that's Miami right there. Zero customer service, exactly. Those are those little granular details of Miami. So you know there's a process of evolution is a thing. You think, you think our evolution is not ascending? You think it's gonna be descending towards living in the ocean now? I doubt it. I think our evolution is gonna go Uh, like interplanetary travel. If we go back into the oceans, we're only de-evolving. Well, you know what? You might be on to (laughs) something. Our evolution will probably go down. It's like, hey, yo, humans, you didn't do it right. Back to the oceans, you go. (laughs) Thank you, Darwin. Back in the waters, get in there. Get the fuck in there, man, you're done. (laughs) Monkeys rise. Monkeys, apes, you guys can evolve. You guys go to space. Human beings were going back down in the water. We're now mermaids under the sea under the sea hey where's the seaweed at oh we can't burn shit down here (laughs) oh man bro you wouldn't let little mermaid give you head it's a cartoon alex i felt that i hate humans joey uh yeah what he said i love mermaids they are so sexy wow you guys are like horny for mermaids and shit go fuck a dolphin all right. If you guys really want to experiment, go out there, right? Have sex in the ocean with someone. Everybody on the chat talking about mermaids. Look at that. Uh, what if before we evolved to land and breathe air, some of that species ended up in water and evolved there and some evolved in land? Yeah, dude. Are you sure you're not doing drugs? That sounds like a pothead question. It's like, bro, what, what if we evolved on land, but there was another group of people that evolved in the water, bro? Uh, yeah no I think I think we would know that we would know about that man right like we we maybe if it's if it's just one if it's just one <laughs> that made it but I don't think there's a culture of mermaids man what the fuck are you guys talking about now you guys are getting me stuck in your stupid reality where it's like now I'm considering mermaids actually living because two people on the chat are saying but they could have evolved bro uh, no, I don't, I don't believe in mermaids. Uh, yo, you're spitting, little homie. Thank you, King Alvarez. I'm just here having fun, man. We do this every day, 6 p.m. Join us. Join us on the conversations. All right, let's do one more and then we'll close it off, guys. I like this. Hey, every time I do a story asking what you guys want to talk about, answer that. Put your ideas on there, man, because I'm realizing this is how the questions, uh, this is how the show gets better, answering what you guys want to talk about. Check out Siren on Hulu. That's a hot mermaid. I wasn't talking about you, I was talking about Jason. <laughs> you didn't have to clarify that, king. But okay, I'll take it. Fuck yeah, man. DeRucios, what's up? Hey, DeRucios, I already answered your question. Um What's going down in Antarctica? I don't know. What's happening in Antarctica? Let's see. Antarctica uh, yeah no there's no news about Antarctica what are you talking about you mean like the uh, the global warming stuff um, yeah man it's over global warming is happening and will continue to happen so pack your bags because we're going to Mars all right tell me some jokes Kevin Hart damn King Alvarez is one. you're one of those uh entertain me I'm not liking this. I need, a, I need it to be known that I don't like this. All right, last topic before we sign off, guys. Um, all right, so this one is actually uh, a good one. And I actually talked about this. Manny Hart, you mean. Thank you, Adi. My dad's uh, name is Kevin. Nazi secret bases in Antarctica. Yeah, dude, um, not gonna go down that rabbit hole with any of you fucking potheads. Um, so what do you do with your once a year holiday friends? And you know who they are, all right? Um, The holiday friends are the ones that hit you up during the holidays, right, randomly. It's like, hey, man, Merry Christmas to you and the fam, bro. I was like, dude, I haven't spoken to you for 365 days, and now you're just going to show up, right? And so what you it's almost like a trap, right? Like it's an excuse for them to reach out because they weren't liking your stuff for the whole year. Those are the kinds of people that they follow you, but they don't like your stuff, but they love what you do. You know what I mean? It's like, they see you doing, they see you growing, they see you evolving, and then it's just like Christmas comes around. It's like, now is my time to say hello. Instead of just liking his stuff like a normal human being, I'm going to wait for the right time. Merry Christmas, Manny, to you and the family. I don't even have this number saved, bro. (laughs) Hey, thank you, bro. It's Jason. Oh, what's up, Jason? How you been, man? Doing great. How how are you? I see you doing big things. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So yeah, how's it going, man? It's like, oh my God, man. I don't want to talk to you like that, bro. There's a reason we stop talking. Let's leave it like that. You know what I mean? Just ghost them. Well, you being uh, as pretty as you are, resistible, that's, that's always your, your go-to response. Just ghost them. Like that's right there. Uh, somebody uh, pretty, that's their response for everything. You could just ghost them. Do you want to do a confrontation and actually let them know how you feel? No, you could just ghost them. Trust me. As a beautiful woman, I should let you know that ghosting is superb. <laughs> ghosting is the way to go. Uh, you can't stop talking to uh, Jason. He's a great guy. Yeah, I mean, whoever Jason is, he's great. Uh, we're talking about Jacito, right? Yo, my name is Jason, dog. Ha, ha, ha. I got the whole squad laughing. My dog, I love you. <laughs> Yo, man, ha, 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 I'm laughing, man. I love you. Fuck <laughs> yeah, man. I love great guys. <laughs> this guy is high as fuck, yo. I love guys. <laughs> All right, Jason, man. Go ahead. Enjoy your day, bro. I'm not going to bring you down. Have fun. <laughs> we love you too, Jason. Enjoy your Wednesday. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and end it there, guys. That was fun. Hey, this was a good show. All right, guys. So for